Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's talk to Amin El Hassan, who is in Chicago, getting ready for Warriors Bowls. Um, but before we bring him in, let's let you hear one more time what he said on the Oddball podcast via Meadowlark with regard to all you Dubs fans who booed the last two games. By the way, I'd like to point out that from 1994 to 2013, the Warriors made the playoffs one time. So respectfully to everyone in the Bay Area, everyone who claims to be a Warriors fan, when you say we're not used to this, I say go f*** yourself. You were defined by this for damn near 20 years. 20 years! Your high point was an eight seed winning one round of playoff basketball. Who the f*** are you to all of a sudden be the wine and cheese crowd? Like, we're not used to this peasantry. What? You defined it. Before the We Believe Warriors, you know what the Warriors are most known for? Their player choking the coach in practice. That's who the Warriors were. Foreshadowing? Sorry. Well done. All right. Yeah, speaking of well done, it's a good rant. Uh, Amin joins us now. We want to squeeze in the breaking news that Moses Moody will miss the road trip. Okay. Uh, Steve Kerr has announced that he will be out at least four games with his calf injury. So no Moses Moody in any of these four games on the trip. But now uh, let's go ahead and bring in Amin El Hassan. Hey there, man. Why why all the energy for Warriors fans? I guess it, it was something very irritating about hearing you know, them boo and Steph Curry say, I would have booed us too. And Steve Curry saying, I would have booed us too. And all, all this talk about booing. And I guess for me, they told me years ago, years ago, people said, watch, when they move from Oakland to San Francisco, it's going to change. I said, no, it's not. It's like a subway ride. It's all okay. You're going against here. You're going to go against over there. Like everyone was commuting anyway. No one was living right around the arena. Everyone was commuting. I was like, no, it's not going to change. And lo and behold, it's changed. I remember. I remember that stretch of years that I'm talking that I was talking about there, a 20-year period roughly, going to Warriors games. The Warriors would win 20 games, 25 games. The arena was full. It was one of the loudest arenas. It was one of the hardest buildings to play in. Hardest to, to play in. And now these are the people who are booing Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Steve Kerr. There was a part of me that was just offended on behalf of the city. I don't know what I was offended on. Was I offended on behalf of the Warriors? Was I offended on behalf of the city of Oakland? Was I offended on behalf of the uh, legacy of ineptitude that these people seem to have forgotten? 
one of these things flew over everybody's head in that building. I get it. The team hasn't been playing well. I'm not saying you got to like it. But when you take the step of booing, booing people have brought most of those people the happiest moments, well, <laughs> the happiest moments of their life, that, that, that to me is next level disrespectful and also kind of like um, unappreciative at all. Yeah, and you're not wrong in that sentiment, I mean, but these are not the same people that were in Oakland during those years. And yeah. I was among the people who was in Oakland all those years. I'm born and raised here, and I suffered through all of it. And part of the, the move, it's more than geography, and I know that you are familiar with the demographics of East Bay yeah. versus Peninsula. So these mm -hmm. people, the people who have seen nine of the last 11 years as a playoff team and four times in the championship and two times not winning the championship, but being in the mm -hmm. finals, these are not the same people. So it's tough for me when you say what you said, even though you were spot on in terms of the sentimentality of your statement, it's a completely different demographic no. now. I, I, and I, th I thought, you know, Damon Bruce and all those guys told me a long time ago, it's going to change. And I said, Ah, come on. I, I was like, you guys overblowing it. You guys overblowing it. it. Like, I was like, in my mind, foolishly, I thought about it like if Madison Square Garden moved to Queens. All right, like, what's the deal? Or if it moved to Jersey. Like, what's this? It's the same people. We all live in the same area. We go to the same places. Like, it, it, it did not hit me that the demographic, I know what the demographic difference is in East Bay and the Peninsula. It didn't hit me that the demographics would change inside the building. I thought ultimately the building was still going to be a melting pot of the entire Bay Area, and I was dastardly wrong, I guess. I mean, let me ask it this way, because at the core of your point, it sounds like when you say, how are you booing these people who have, who have helped give you some of your favorite moments, how does that translate to someone, in your opinion, like Draymond Green, who's been a big part of that, but then also presents this other side to him that is really starting to turn people off. So yeah. should, should they be blindly loyal to him? Uh, no, because I think in that case, so when you talk about Steph and Clay and, and Kerr and Looney and whoever was been around for the other, for the good glory days, who's now playing or coaching, like those people are doing their best, right? And you know what? It's not good enough. There are a lot of injuries. There are a lot of, uh, you know, inconsistencies in the lineups. There's a lot of reasons why. But, like, you know, Seth goes out there. We don't think Seth's dogging it. We don't think Clay's dogging it out there, right? Now, when it comes to Draymond, I think there's a difference between not playing well and doing things that actively impact your team negatively by not being available. And so I think in some way, yes, he deserves some ire because – some of this failure that's happening right now is on him. He's been missing for, you know, 14, however many games it's been. So, yes, he does deserve to be maligned for that, right, and held accountable for that. But he wasn't in the building. They weren't chanting, F you, Draymond, or Draymond, this is your fault. They booed the guys that were out there trying to win the game. And, again, like, if this were – Look, if this were Detroit, I'd be like, yeah, you guys are like, this This is unacceptable. No one should be this bad. The team needs to be better from the from the top all the way down to the guys on the floor. But that's not the case here, man. It's a team that's underachieving, 
for sure. Not up to championship caliber, but also like have had their fair share of adversity that's preventing them from being as good as they could be. And again, if you want to say, hey, Draymond, this is your fault, that's cool, but then you need to direct them. Like in the words of my man, Stephen Jackson, you need to put a name and an address on those booze. You can't just throw out booze willy-nilly. Right, and that's kind of uh, what fans do. And I was a little surprised myself, I mean, in terms of the booing for a team that's just three games below five hundred, And as I yeah. mentioned, four championships and you know nine playoff appearances in 11 years. But do you think that the booing is indicative of the fans maybe looking at this team and seeing where this thing is heading and perhaps the, the dynasty drawing to an inextricable close? I mean, maybe. I mean, there, 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 again, there's entitlement. There's definitely a sense of entitlement that I bought a ticket to the greatest show on earth. And- you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I'm, I'm, I'm not getting that. Um, but there is another part of it where there is like maybe there's a trepidation of like, oh, man, this is what the window shutting looks like. This is what it feels like. But I can't think, I, like, I think about so many teams that went through that, where they were, like, great dynasties, and then it kind of sputtered at the end. And whenever these people responsible were out there towards the end, the crowd usually gives them, like, the, the thank you ovation. Like, guys, I know it's over, but thank you for all the memories. You know, you have exceptions, like, I'm in Chicago right now. They, they didn't have the chance to do that, because Jerry Krause went from a parade to starting Dragon Tarlac and Dalibor Bagarit and names like that. So people in Chicago never got that opportunity to say thank you for everything. And tonight they're doing a Ring of Honor celebration to uh, induct the 95-96 Bulls as well as Johnny Red Kerr and a bunch of other artists, Gilmore, a lot of other Bulls luminaries into their Ring of Honor tonight. But that, that's a different situation. Like, when you, however frustrated you are, however, like, oh my God, it's over, you're feeling as a Warriors fan. To me, until Steph Curry says F you, I never liked it here anyway, you got to applaud that man every single time he walks on the court, even if they lose by 100 every game from here on out. As long as he's playing and he's respecting the game, you respect him, you respect what he does. Because, again, the best moments of your miserable life have come <laughs> thanks to that guy and, and uh, the guy around him. That hit real close to home, I mean. Amin El Hassan is joining us here on Willard and Dibs 95.7 The Game. Some choice comments for Warriors fans booing on the Oddball podcast. 
I mean, you got any ideas on how to fix the Warriors? Oh, now, now we're talking. Let's go. Now we're talking. Mike Dunleavy's got a lot of work to do. Here's, here's like, in a perfect world, I call up my guy Doc Brown. We get into the, the DeLorean. We go back a couple years ago. Uh, championship, win it. That summer, you got to trade all the young guys. They had just played well. You know, like, oh, this, you, you got to trade them. You got to package those guys and go get Pascal Siakam or some other defined player. I, this is my favorite NBA trope, right? Whenever they say, but this guy's really good. He could be really good. I said, how good could he be? So he could be here as good as Pascal Siakam at least or even better. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you could get a guy who might be as good as Pascal Siakam one day or you could get Pascal Siakam right now. You can get them right now. And for the Warriors, who were within their window, they flew too close to the sun. They wanted to do this thing where it's like, we're going to win championships and develop our future. And the reality is, it's, it's hard. It's damn near impossible. Show me an example of someone who's done that in the last 25 years in the NBA, in our sport, where they've developed the future simultaneously while winning titles. The closest thing would have been like, the 86 Celtics drafting Len Bias and having mm. Reggie Lewis and those guys, and obviously we know that didn't turn out the way it was supposed to, but point being, this is hard, man. So the, the game is always the game, and, and, and this goes out to Joe Lacob and, and all the, the owners that have come in as disruptors. I know you think you can do it better than anyone else has ever done, and everyone, all the old people have done it are dumb. They don't know what they're doing, and oh, you could do both and be in light years ahead, but this thing is really hard to do win championships so when you have a window that's open for it you go full throttle to hell with the future you win as many as you can in that window and when it's exhausted it's exhausted you say thank you everyone for the memories and we start over that's the only way to do it and they had that opportunity in that moment they just won a championship their guys were riding high those young guys had played pivotal roles small pivotal roles that's the time where you say i'm going to sell high I'm going to get established guys to keep this thing going because, and I know I'm running long here, but when you think about the Warriors team that won the titles, we think about Steph, Clay, Draymond, KD. Absolutely. They're stars. They're, they're beyond amazing top 75 players, et cetera. But the other thing that was really important was you had a supporting cast that was all really smart, really high IQ vets, not young guys. Those guys, you might have an Ian Clark here, a mm. Patrick McCall there, but the majority of your minutes, <laughs> Sean Livingston, yeah. Andrew Bogut, David West, Leandro Barbosa, David Lee, Zaza Pachulia, the, uh, you go down the list, Andre Iguodala. Iguodala. Oh, these are guys, Otto Porter, uh, it, with this most recent one, right? All guys who have been around the league, knew what they were doing, knew how to play. Not guys like, I'm trying to prove that I'm really good too. Like, no, it wasn't that. They didn't have, I'm trying to do it good. I'm just, I'm just as good as Steph. They didn't have that energy. They had, hey, we're here to get something done. And that means i got to take a step back. That means i got to focus on this thing. That means I've got to be a much lesser version of myself than I've been in my career and that I could probably be right now. I'll do it. That's what helped them win championships beyond the greatness of the talent at the top. A little Fredo Corleone in that uh, rant with, uh, I can do things, Mike. I'm smart. That was good, I mean. I like that. That was strong. So, the key to the two timelines was a bridge player in Andrew Wiggins, but oh boy, that didn't really seem to work out. What do you think? And what does the league abroad think of Andrew Wiggins in this moment in terms of the trade deadline in 27 days? It's, it's like for me, Wiggins, Wiggins has never like, 
he played his best basketball those two, three years, right? Like, there was a, a rehabilitation, if you will, of him coming from Minnesota that first year when the Warriors were terrible and there was a lot of him learning and sitting next to guys and learning. And then the next year played really well and then obviously played really well in the championship year. He was an all-star, but I think that was more a function of Warriors being really good and him putting up good numbers rather than him truly being, like, one of the best forwards. To me, bridge player had to be someone who could jump to the next echelon, who's showing the ability to be like a, a, a major feature player. I don't have to say franchise player, but a major feature player. To me, Wiggins was always in at his best being a rich man's Harrison Barnes, a high-level role player, defends, versatile, hits shots, and, uh, and, and in big moments sometimes can have a burst that takes you over the top. He was never, okay, and now the keys are yours. Okay, or or you're, the, you're our number two best player. That, I never got that vibe, not even at his best. So for that to be the plan for the transition, I don't, maybe I'm a pessimist. I never saw that in him. But, I mean, now as we stand it here, I think the league looks at him like he's Andrew Wiggins under contract for several years because they, they gave him that deal. And so do you want this guy? What can he do for you as a team? Um, is this for an up-and-coming team? If he's a vet that's going to lead an up and I don't think he's that kind of guy. He's going to lead young guys. Is he the missing piece on a championship team? Maybe. But if he were the missing piece, maybe the Warriors could have used him a little better. Amin Al-Hassan, now I was going to boo you on your way out, mm. uh, but then you have provided us with one of the greatest moments in the history of our show, and so now I'm told that we're not allowed to. You know what? I could take. I'm like Clay. I could take the booze. I don't care. You're not. You're <laughs> not gonna lose sleep. You're gonna lose sleep, huh? <laughs> I'm not gonna lose sleep. Boo! Boo! All right, I mean, thanks, All right, man. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, All right. there he goes. That's Amino Hassan. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.